Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all, self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. Episode 168, Letting Go of Perfectionism. What is perfectionism? Perfectionism may be defined as the need to appear to be or need to be perfect. The person may think they can achieve perfection if only they do. Fill in the blank yourself. Whatever it is, it is probably unrealistic. But they don't realise that nothing or no one can be perfect. This is the illusion. Perfectionism is often seen as a positive personality trait that increases our chances of success. But be very clear, most types of perfectionism is not striving to be your best. It is not about setting healthy achievements or personal growth. It is characterised by a person's need to strive for higher standards and get everything right. But that can also be accompanied by overcritical thinking and behaviours. It is those self-defeating behaviours that make it unhealthy and not personal growth building at all. When our behaviours and thinking with perfectionism becomes self-defeating and negative, it can cause a whole host of problems for us. These can include stress, exhaustion, anxiety, depression and other mental health issues. If you feel this is a problem for you, then please reach out to a therapist who can help you manage your fears and self-criticism. Three types of perfectionists. Through research, it is thought that there are about three types of perfectionists. They are shown to have similar behaviours while their motives and outcomes are differing. Personal standards perfectionist. They use a set of high standards, a goal they want to achieve and that motivates them. For others, they can see these standards or goals as impossibly high. This type of perfectionism can be seen as healthy as long as they don't use any negative or harmful methods of coping to achieve their results. That is the key to this type of perfectionism. It must be energising for the person, not causing them to feel stressed and leave them burnt out. Self-critical perfectionist. These people also set high standards and goals they want to achieve. But these cause them to feel overwhelmed and are less motivating. They can feel hopeless, stressed, anxious and use negative self-criticism and avoidance techniques. Socially prescribed perfectionist. There are two types of this type of perfectionism. Firstly, this type of perfectionism can be seen in teens and adults who feel pressurised to have the ideal body type. They can, as a result, develop this type of perfectionism and its negative consequences as a result. These consequences can be an experience of higher levels of overwhelm, stress, anxiety, self-harm and even suicide. Secondly, the type of perfectionism that is placed on certain careers by society. The people working in these sectors are seen as having to be perfect or have to meet high levels of excellence. Examples of these sectors are medical professionals, legal professionals, architects, etc. The people who work in these sectors may experience high levels of overwhelm, stress, anxiety, self-harm and even suicide as well. Common signs of perfectionism. 
There are a number of ways you can use perfectionism against yourself. These signs are in no particular order. You may have one or more of them. Each, though, will cause problems within your work and life. They will keep you stuck, stressed, anxious and exhausted, etc. 1. Tasks have to be performed perfectly, according to some standard you have set in your head. This is often an unrealistic standard. You may end up unable to perform the task for fear of failure. You will not be happy unless you score 100% on a task, for example, as it would be seen as a sign of failure. 2. They may have an obsession with rules, lists and work. 3. When they perceive themselves and others as not perfect, they get angry. 4. They can struggle to relax and share their thoughts and feelings. 5. They have low self-esteem. They tend to be very self-critical, thus unhappy, anxious and may develop depression. This can all impact heavily on their self-esteem. Being a perfectionist can be very isolating and lonely, which will also promote low self-esteem. 6. Results focused. The results have become the most important part of what they are doing. They are less focused on the process it takes to complete it, such as learning curves or testing their ability. 7. They procrastinate, are unable to start the task until they have worked out exactly how to do it perfectly. As a result, they may take excessive amounts of time to complete the task. Again, they may not even start the task for fear of failing or being seen as a failure. They may skip work or class or avoid a household chore for fear of failing. 8. They may speak or write very little, as they see what they say and write as not good enough to be spoken or written. They may spend time rewriting something over and over again until they get it perfect. Even something as simple as sending an email can become a large production for them. 9. They find it difficult to celebrate success, theirs or others, as it may not reach the unrealistic standards they have set in their heads. 10. Feelings of insecurity and not belonging, a fear of not being good enough and unlovable. 11. They can have, as I've said, a fear of failure, but they can also have a fear of success either. 12. They can be very controlling in their personal and professional relationships. They set unrealistic standards for their loved ones also. This will bring extra stress, anxiety and pressure to their relationships. 13. They are constantly comparing themselves to others. But this leads to too much worry about the opinions of others and a fear of letting others down. They take on too much for others and stop looking after themselves and their needs come last always. 14. Excessive rumination over mistakes made. This takes up an unnaturally amount of headspace as you are constantly thinking how things you did could have been better or how much of a failure you are. You don't allow for mistakes in yourself and don't forgive yourself either. 15. Avoid trying new things. They may appear in a rush as a result by others, but they are afraid they may be seen as anything less than perfect in front of friends, family and strangers. Avoidance is used as a defence mechanism. 16. Excessive cleaning and personal grooming. They keep themselves, their belongings and their home spotlessly clean. It can cause the person to spend large amounts of time and energy eating certain foods, excessive exercise, wearing only certain clothes, buying certain products and cleaning in order to meet a certain standard. This can lead to exhaustion, stress, anxiety, eating disorders and financial pressures. When does perfectionism start? Exactly what causes perfectionism isn't known, 
but it is thought to be a learnt behaviour as a reaction to something in the person's life. Thus it can be unlearnt and people learn how to cope better with therapy. Many factors can contribute to when and why someone develops perfectionism. It may start in childhood, teen or adulthood. It may stem from frequent fears around disapproval from others or from feelings of insecurity and inadequacy. Some ways perfectionism can occur. In children and teens, it may have developed from having a parent who has perfectionism. Some parents may push their child to be perfect or can set unrealistic high standards that the child may never reach. They then push the child for not reaching those standards. Some children may develop insecure early attachment. In other words, they have trouble developing attachment to their parents. As a result, have trouble with self-soothing and cannot accept a good outcome if it isn't perfect as teens and adults. Educational settings may bring out perfectionism in someone. They believe they are not of value unless they are achieving. Others may develop perfectionism as a result of an addiction in someone else, Either they were raised by an addict or later married one. They may see their value in what they do for others. How to let go of perfectionism. If your perfectionism is causing you stress, anxiety, depression, burnout or another mental health issue, then I strongly recommend you see your therapist and or your GP or main doctor. Your doctor can prescribe medication that can help with the anxiety, depression and refer you for further specialist help if required for any other condition you present with. A therapist will tailor make a treatment program for you which usually includes CBT, Cognitive Behavioural Therapy, plus the treatment of any other conditions. They will help you to see that we all make mistakes, explore the root cause of your perfectionism and your deeper feelings that may contribute to your perfectionism. They will help you to start setting more healthy boundaries and realistic expectations for yourself and others. The antidote to perfectionism is self-forgiveness and self-acceptance. If you don't work through your feelings and the root cause of your perfectionism, you can become trapped by shame, guilt, anger and other emotions. Moving into self-forgiveness and self-acceptance frees you and allows you to better able to sit with uncomfortable feelings in the future. There are a number of self-help behaviours you can introduce to help yourself also. Practice basic self-care. If you're a perfectionist, you won't set healthy boundaries or look after your basic self-care. This is the place to start your self-help. I have a number of blogs, podcasts and videos on the subject of self-care and setting healthy boundaries. You can check them out on this podcast or you can check out the original post for the links. You can also find more on all aspects of self-care and many other topics in my book, The Building Blocks of Self-Care, which is available from my website or on Amazon. Build your self-confidence. This includes building a support system and learning to relax. You may have become very isolated from your perfectionism. So building a support system will give you a number of supports you can start to utilise immediately. Perfectionism can be quite exhausting. Learning some stress reduction techniques are also important. I've given you a number of tips in the past on stress reduction and on building self-confidence. If you'd like to check out the podcast or the blogs and videos, please do click the link below in the description. There are also a number of meditation techniques that you can check out on this podcast. Recognize what needs to change in your life. Sometimes we are not aware what needs to change at the start. We just know something has to give. 
You can start by becoming aware of what is not working for you in your life anymore. Understanding the stages of change is vital here. Asking yourself some important questions can also be vital. If you want to look up some of those questions, again, there is a blog on this and a video. So please do check it out on my website. Reevaluate what you do for others. This is very important. You have probably taken on an unrealistic amount of tasks on your to-do list. Now is the time to reevaluate what you do, especially for others. Make sure your needs come first. Allow others to become responsible for their life. This is hard to do at first, but with practice, you will get better at handing things over or back to others and letting things go. Learn to set realistic, attainable goals. These goals should be broken down into small, manageable steps to stop you from feeling overwhelmed. Make sure to only focus on one task at a time also. Check your self-talk and make sure it's positive. Being a perfectionist allows negative self-talk to get out of hand. It's time to start recognising what you are saying to yourself. Begin by meditating and then journaling about your inner dialogue. It doesn't have to go into too much detail. Just keep a record of your thoughts in bullet format. See what they are. Is there a pattern? Whose voice is it? Have you noticed it belongs to someone else yet? You also need to introduce some positive self-talk in the form of affirmations. Using something like I'm good enough to start with. But as you recognise a particular pattern, you can use a positive affirmation to counter this. Focus on the positive in your life every day also. You can make sure you are doing this by practising gratitude daily. You can use a journal for this and simply write down three things minimum you are grateful for every night. Gratitude has been shown to boost your mental health very quickly and last far longer than any other technique. Recognise you need help if you're in a relationship with an addict. You need to reevaluate your relationship and ask for help. This can be in the form of therapy and attending a self-help group such as Al-Anon. This is for family and friends of alcoholics. You need help to learn to protect yourself and any children you may have. This can come in the way of mental, physical and financial protection. Work with me. Remember, you are allowed to ask for support. No one is an island. If you need extra support, then you can also work with me. We all struggle with stress and overwhelm from time to time. If you find this has become a problem for you and you'd like some support, then you can also schedule an appointment with me. There are links to many helpful blogs, podcasts and videos in the original post. And I'll place a link to it in the description below. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.debrabrownpsychologyservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media at DB Psychology, or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week 